Hi, I'm Amy Tian Yi Zhao, a Chinese living in America, and I'm Meg, an American who married into a Chinese family. We're the host of the Spark, a podcast that explores what it means to traverse between cultures, interrupt barriers, and create connections. 大家好，我们是火花电台，一档致力于打破文化边界，偶尔以中英双语录制的播客节目。欢迎你和我们一起用对话启迪思想。We're back. We're back. We're back. We're here. Yes. I feel like. Yes. Do you ever start to feel like you're a little, like a little bit of a geriatric millennial in a way? Like, how does this thing work, or what do I do to turn this thing on? Or I didn't know I could do that with my phone. I'm starting to have more and more of those moments, and it's honestly embarrassing. But I don't even care. I'm just like whatever. I care. I can't. <laughs> yeah, because I get that makes get one of us work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just it's.、Uh, I don't remember when was the last time that we spoke, but、um, you know, it was it, earlier this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we put out an episode、uh, earlier this year, and then、uh, we just kind of be on a hiatus. And is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Hiatus.、Okay. That's definitely. We were on a little hiatus. So many things have happened、yeah. since the last time. I feel that we talked. I mean, we've talked in between, but talked with all of you, the listener. And summer has just been busy. I will have.、Mm-hmm. I have to say, it's just been busy. The year is flying by, and so many things are happening. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't really have any set agenda today.、Uh, we just think that you know it's about time for us to pick it up and to continue doing it because for the past、mm-hmm. year or so,、uh, I personally really enjoyed what we've done. Just to renew, review、mm-hmm. the episodes, and then、um, to and com- compare where we were four years ago、uh, to where、mm-hmm. we are now. Uh, yeah. Four years. It's enough for you to complete another undergrad degree, and <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It must be so different, but it was scary sometimes to to look how similar、uh, we are from four years ago. And it might not be a bad thing. It's just that you know,、um, interesting to look back. And but also at the same time, a lot of things have happened. And I, it's interesting because I'm finding myself doing that in my personal life lately too, like with、really? younger versions of myself. Yeah, like、huh. today before this call,、um, it was kind of crazy because this is so random, and I don't know. I think it's in the stars. Honestly, I was reading some astrological、uh, report about all these different things because it's fun to follow along,、uh, but no crystals, you know. <laughs> no.、Uh- <laughs> Mm. Amy does not like crystals. I draw the line、here. there. That's where she draws the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just had to throw that in there. But,、yeah. um, so today randomly is my、uh, high school boyfriend's birthday, which is so random. I saw it pop up, and I was like, "Wow, blast from the past!" You know? Yeah. And、uh, so then naturally, me being me, I just go down a rabbit hole, and I start、Ooh. like, you know. We've all been we've all been there, done that, like looking at pictures, like doing all, and then, but then I was, I, it sounds like so, I don't know what it sounds like. Judge however you want, but 
I have been doing that like with different versions. Like today it was like, okay, the me who was 17 years old and like totally like head over heels and teenage love and, um, coming back to her today and kind of like sitting with her was actually a lot of fun. And I realized going back to those places or those versions of me is so powerful because a lot of the time we walk through life, we keep moving forward and those versions of us are buried under different layers of like whatever happens next. And there are like hurts and things that happened that actually creates stories in our heads that we continue to, to tell ourselves and iterate on as the years go by. But if you go back and you look at things and you're like, Oh wait, maybe it wasn't like that. Or yeah, maybe, maybe this is actually what I needed. I just didn't have the tools or the developed, uh, I don't know, emotional intelligence to think about something that way or whatever. So in a way I've just, it's just been kind of healing. And like, I dug up, like, can't see it, but this is my old iPod. I went down a rabbit hole today. Wow. I I found the charger because I wanted, so I wanted to go listen to all the music I was listening to during that time. Oh, important. Yeah. And I met, uh, this first high school boyfriend on this music trip, um, Mm. in, what is a music trip? Like a music trip throughout Europe. It was my first time leaving the States. 17? 17. And so oh, like, I think you mentioned that before, but I never realized yeah. how young you were when you actually went. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So I was on this music trip. That's how I met him. Had my first kiss on this trip, like all these different things. And wow. I realized how formative that relationship was to like, all my other relationships and subsequently my marriage and me as a person. And so I've just been going down rabbit holes to like past versions of myself very much. Like, it's just weird how it all connects together because we, I feel like we've been doing that on the podcast a little bit of just going back. And I've been thinking about that a lot too. Like, who was I when I met you? You know what I mean? But what's cool is that I feel like through the podcast and the different things that we talk about that I don't have to go too far to go find that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I Yeah, that's a be- better way to put it because we thought that person was hidden deep in history, but to be honest, it's, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just in that constant. I think I don't know when one version of us ends and the other begins. I don't know what marks it. Mm. I'm going to write that down. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I've been thinking about that a lot. Like when does, I mean, it's the summer of Taylor Swift. When does the era end and a new one begin? You know? (laughs) Yeah, I think it ties a lot to why we are sitting here today. Because, uh, you know, before we used to have pages of pages of in prep notes and every time when we pick it back up after uh, not doing anything for a couple of months on this podcast i always feel i need to justify for a reason oh now we are we're back and like yeah a new era uh it's it's new but but i remember it was just like when i practiced piano years back it was we were just repeating one 
paragraph or one section that I was most familiar with or we are most、mm. excited about. Maybe,、oh. maybe the the new star. It's it's there's never a new star. It's always continuous. And、yeah. then we you just gave yourself. I gave myself. Oh, now we are back. It's just an idea、um, for us to get stimulated. It's、mm-hmm. maybe it's just always going on, and、um, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's great if you if you give yourself like a reason why、uh, you should be excited or it's about time to get to be more elevated. But at the same time, it's okay if there's none, and、um, you just want to pick it up. And today, I I think is one of those moments. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like too, there's so much to. I mean, for example, in the time that the la- that we released the last episode, and between now, like you've had an opportunity to go home again, which is yes, so incredible, and we should definitely talk about that. I think, like summer is just totally flying by. I had things happen where, like, I thought my life was going in one direction, and then it did. It was like, oh wait, never mind, just kidding, and then came back, and it's just it's interesting. I don't know. I almost see this. I almost see the spark、um, when it's just you and I on an episode. It's like a diary entry of what's it happening. It is. Yeah, it really what's is happening at any moment. And reflecting too on the previous episodes and the previous guests is really cool. And also, I think I'm really excited. We haven't made any concrete plans of like timelines or anything like that, but we do have like people we're thinking about like. Reaching out to and talking to in the fall, so so much is coming, and it's.、Um, I think it's just I love the analogy you gave of a piece of music because, I mean, I never well I played piano for a while, but I was mostly a choir singer like most of my life, and like there's always that section that you absolutely love to do, yeah, and then you have to do the rest, and then you have to, but it really is just like that. It's like sometimes you replay sections, and sometimes you move forward, and you write new sections too, and I think.、Yeah. That's such a beautiful metaphor that you offered. Thank you so much. And guess what? Last time we talked was May. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why does that feel forever ago? Ah,、uh, it does. That's so weird. Oh yeah, we talked in the in the beginning of the year, and before that, it was March. It was not that long ago. It's like I haven't. We haven't sit down and talk for a year. <laughs> I know it feels that way though. It does. It's it's strange. It's strange because. For the past four years or so, we've talked nearly like you and I are always in constant communication. And then I think like this year, with just us moving in opposite directions as far as like traveling and like all the different things going on like throughout the summer, I think it's and the and that's because I think the world is totally it's more opened up now, and that's why、mm-hmm. there's more of this touch and go now. Yeah, so it, it feels, feels a lot、like、longer. A lot. Yeah. I know. It feels like a, a it's a lot longer, and then just things are happening faster. And、uh, we we again, I I feel like sometimes I lost control and I'm reacting again. I don't know how、mm. to regain control, but there's just so many things happened. I, you know, there work things. Even though I haven't changed my position from four years ago, I, I would say that's one of the longest commitment I've ever engaged in, other than my relationship.、Um, <laughs> And, you know,、it. but but being on the position for this long, which is very strange for people our age.、Um, yeah, to stay in one know, job for to stay in one job for a while.、Yeah. Um, 
I think I learned one thing or two when you know、uh, being in this type of situation, and I experienced、um, losing a, col- a colleague. No, she she is doing fine. She's great. Like she would move to a better position. Every、she's、time、thriving. when I said I lost a co- <laughs> she's thriving. Like every time when I said I lost a colleague, and with a very sad voice, and people are like, "Oh, she okay? She's my condolences." I'm like, "No, no, no." <laughs> It's not like that to me. To me, yes. <laughs> Thank you. I would take it. But then to her, good for her, you know. Yes, exactly.、Um, but you know, I, I experienced that for the first time in my life, and even though、mm. it's not big, big milestone, like oh, I went to like a new position, I relocated, which also took place earlier this year after we talked. Yeah.、Um, That those are big, but then the bigger news is just that I start experiencing these type of life changes and、uh, trying to navigate and and、uh, taking more responsibilities at the same job with the same pay. <laughs>、um, yeah, and just because those conditions didn't change、um, doesn't mean that I, I I can just neglect what is happening, and especially as one of the most senior people in the office, and and、right. it's so multicultural, and people in my office continues getting younger,、um, and I start realizing I'm not the youngest anymore, and I actually have people that I have to look after almost.、Mm, yeah,、uh, it's a weird feeling because I I feel.、Um, Again, this is taking attention. We 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 have no idea. We're just reviewing what happened in the past three months. But I first time I felt protective over people. Wow. You know because、that. it's weird that we have those girls. It's a very very female dominant office,、mm-hmm. um, and everyone is are women. It's women. It's woman. I need to cut that off.、Um, And、it's、then I for for the first time I feel oh wait hold on a second I need to I start looking at there are a lot of male in my workplace that's not in our office that do not have the best intention of the people in my office to the people、mm. in my office because I have a lot of very beautiful female colleagues in my office、yeah. and then what we had what had happened is you either get、um, with the world opening up we have more social events we have more engagement and then、uh, what happened was you know you, you, I start seeing a female literally. Got harassed or, or just not crazy harassed, but just if if they there will be situations where they were uncomfortable with what go, what's going on because there are more people come and go, you know,、yeah. in my workplace,、uh, in the social occasions, especially those type of things, and I start feeling protective over them.、Um, I think is、uh, is a part of my responsibilities now to to look after、um, people who are younger than me and first get to got to exposed to this world. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I I think I've always felt an element of that being an oldest sister and three younger、oh. sisters below me.、Yeah. But I know what you're saying as you get older. And you start to really like look out. I don't know. There's this part of me that almost feels like I go into like mom mode. I've always kind of、yeah. had that. But for example, the other night we were driving home and it was dark, and、um, the road to my house is like this 
it's this road. It's not a total highway, but it's a road off of a highway. That's not really like a road you like necessarily walk along at night. You know, it's like a, it's a road, but it, it can be busy. I saw on our way back, um, these two girls, they had to have been like only 12 or 13 and they were just walking and putting their thumbs out. And I like, I was like telling my husband, how Chang, I was like, we need to like stop the car right now. I need to go ask those girls where their parents are because they're going to get abducted. And you know what I mean? And I don't know what happened. I tried to go back and look for them because we had passed them mm-hmm. and we couldn't stop right away. But it's things like that where I'm like, okay, like I feel like I have, I don't know what comes, comes from me in that way where I'm like, oh, like, okay. Like I go into this mode, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's really hard to watch different situations happen in work sometimes. Cause I've definitely experienced that over the past few years too. Um, same kind of situation where it's like something really uncomfortable, like really uncomfortable things happen, not necessarily to me, but to somebody else that I work with. And what do you do? You know what I mean? Like you have to, but you have this instinct to do something, to say something, to figure out how to protect the other person. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's like the induction to like true, like womanhood in a way where, yeah. Cause I think when we're younger as girls, like, I, I mean, if we're being real, like girls are kind of taught to be pitted against one another and like, she's the mean girl. And this girl is like, I don't know. But then I think when we get older, we cross this threshold where we realize like, oh, we're not enemies here. Like we need to stick together mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. yeah. I still do that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it still happens. The I, I don't, girls... I don't think it's, it, it still happens. And I think, especially yeah. when people come, that's not so uh, bad, but sometimes again exactly because you said women were taught to pick against each other to compete in a competition that doesn't even exist in the first place Mm -hmm. and when it happened to me i have to fight back but it's just it's not because you're a woman but because you put me in this situation right and And there's something wrong and you have to address it yeah yeah so i wouldn't say that you know i'm completely clear of that element um especially when you know we're i'm doing that unconsciously but but then in situations specifically like this uh when there are very attractive young women around me um objectively speaking not because you know it just it really is and then uh what happened is just astonishing and how people like the audacity and just and the last thing i want is for them to feel they're at fault Right. Um, to laugh it off. And it's it's because it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally have never had such experience to that degree. Uh, all the horror stories I've heard, you know, all the all my colleagues and the trainees, uh, the things that they have experienced. I, I maybe I just don't I've never had those encounters. But um, but being there, sitting there, listening to their stories uh, when they just started their professional career really made me feel uh, lucky on the one hand, but also like it's so difficult to a lot of different in a lot of ways for someone to first start getting in touch with the society. Um, yeah, it's not. It's never as easy as uh, you know. I'm. I. I. I 
I'm on the dance floor. I saw this guy, so I bring him home and sleep with him for one night. It's not easy like that because there's no willingness, and then you're put in a situation where you don't even want to be. So, yeah. um, and then people、Just、will、so、judge、wrong. you because of the first incident that you do. You're like, oh yeah, you are, you know, an easy person. You 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 did that before, you know. So I just I think it's very unfair, and、um, so that's one new thing I think I learned.、Uh, um, yeah. That、I just think that's happen. yeah, yeah. That's those are hard things because they stick with you, for、mm-hmm. like when you witness them, or especially you know like if you experience that something like that, it's with you forever, which is、mm-hmm. really challenging. It's funny. I don't know. If, have we talked since along this line? Have we? Did I have jury duty? No. Had I had I had、What? jury duty? Tell me about it. Can you talk about it openly? I can talk about it now. I'm not going to talk about any details, but. I what we're talking about just reminded me of my first jury duty experience, which happened between the last time we talked and now. And I got called in for this case, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to. I I wasn't sure if I was going to stick around for very long. If like they were going to keep me in the room because simply like, like my husband being one of the county attorneys. Um. So. I wasn't sure, like, if because of my relationship with him. But regardless, I was in the room for a process. If you've never done jury duty before, which I hadn't, so I learned all about this.、Um, like, there's this process called wader where you go in and you have to like sit with all the other candidates for jury duty. And there's it's an entire room of people from your community, and then they the attorneys like will go through and ask people questions to basically screen them and then choose the jury from there. And this case was a very, very heart wrenching case、um, that involved、uh, child incest,、uh, which is awful, 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 awful stuff. And、um, so I was going along, and I kind of like, I was just towards the end. The defense attorney was like starting to ask just all these like really ridiculous questions, like. Talking about it, even just makes my heart race. Like thinking about it right now, like I'm having a physical reaction to this because the defense attorney, like, is obviously representing the offender, the person who is on trial for this, and she has to somehow justify, like, I'm sorry, but a random person doesn't just end up like in a courtroom being on trial for something like that. Just randomly, like you don't just wake up and find yourself there one day. Like you obviously did something to get there. So、um, she was asking a lot of questions about like if women come forward just to get attention, if、um, if you believe like should we believe women? Like should we be doing all these things? And meanwhile, I'm just like my my heart rate. I had my watch actually lost my mic. Mic drop.、Um, but. My heart rate was like actually like through the roof, like just beating like crazy, and it was coming time to me. And we were talking about the doctor,、uh, Doctor Christine Blaisley Ford, and just when she came forward in the Kavanaugh hearing, and talking about all of that. And I had just gotten done reading Chanel Miller's book Know My Name,、um, which swept me off my feet. In such, she's such a beautiful writer. Number one, number two.、Um, Her story and the way that she put it on the paper, 
I can only imagine like how many people that that has helped. And if you're not familiar, um, Chanel Miller is the survivor of the Stanford, um, rape case with Brock Turner, the swimmer, and just an awful, awful situation. Um, and, but she's so much more. And that was the point she wrote. I remember reading her anonymous letter, um, when that first happened to her online, I think it was like summer of 2018 or something. And I couldn't believe that was the first time I heard somebody come forward and just spill everything without putting their name on it and just say, this happened to me and it's not okay. Um, and so she was talking about in her book about how she felt so alone. Like if you read the book, which I highly recommend, she goes through the whole process of what it was like to go through all of that. Um, she didn't even for the first 24 hours or so, she had no understanding of what had even happened to her. Um, And then, so she went through the whole process, like to take, to come forward and to take something like that through the legal process is absolutely taxing. And she recalls this one moment, the moment that Dr. Ford came forward and she read that in her car, like at night, just sitting there feeling totally alone. It was the first time she didn't feel alone. And so we're talking about this in the courtroom about Dr. Ford. And is she a liar? And is she doing all these things and whatever? And it got to me and I just gave a freaking monologue in front of the entire courtroom. (laughs) And I just laid it out. And I was like, first of all, if I remember correctly, like Dr. Ford had absolutely nothing to gain from coming forward. And in nature, women tend to be selfless when it comes to, when it comes to most everything, like we're always thinking about the greater good and the amount of effort it takes to bring something like that forward, like mentally, physically, emotionally, and then just through the whole process is wild. And so I pointed that out and just saying, like, if I remember correctly, like she had to like leave her home, like all this stuff. And I wish I could remember everything I said, but it just reminds me it was very clear to me in that moment. I couldn't believe like the amount of people who were questioning something. So I I don't know. I mean, just because you have to think about what it takes to go through all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. That was just a long story short, but that's also something that happened. That was like along the same lines of just going to going for my first jury duty on a case like that. And like, understanding that awful, awful things like that are alive and well in today's Mm -hmm. world. And we know that, like, I'm not ignorant, but it's, it's also like those things. It's just, it all stacks on top of one another. Like, um, something as simple as like workplace harassment. And then it, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, there's something seriously wrong. Um, and it's, I'm hopeful that it will continue to get more voices. I mean, the way I think about it too, like people like Chanel Miller and she's, she's a spark in my opinion, mm-hmm. like, cause she's the first one to really like say something. So mm-hmm. heart wrenching mm-hmm. stuff, but yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. I, I mean, it's, it's great that, you know, the, the legal system has the defense lawyer to represent whoever yeah. is at fault. But at the same time, just it's hard not to be involved with personal emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And how can you make a case like that makes sense? And if you can make a case like that makes sense, that means that you're a good lawyer. But at the same time, what how a terrible tragedy! Have... Yeah, yeah, how twisted like, do you have to be to do um, that? Yeah, to justify something like that or to fight for somebody? I don't know. But yeah, wild stuff. Like very deep stuff. Um, yeah, I feel like this is a topic too. Like we've talked about offline, and we have some guests in mind where we're gonna dive into this a little bit deeper because it is such a big topic and I only think it's only getting bigger um and there's somebody specifically in mind that I we've talked about that I'm hopeful we get to talk to and very excited mm -hmm. about diving into a conversation like that and I would also like to just put it out there and manifest Chanel Miller coming on our podcast mm -hmm. yeah of course you've read so her book cool. oh my gosh she is just like such an incredible human being and the way that she looks at the world and articulates her findings is astounding it's yeah. absolutely beautiful so putting that out yeah, there for sure and you know what's really funny too was um i was it's a lot of work stuff huh um but yeah. i that's what only happened though it's there are two things happened uh two weeks ago i was doing the united nation high level political forum uh sustainable development st uh, study mm -hmm. and it was a serious event that we invited the um the leaders in the non uh in the ngo communities who are doing the real field work in promoting sdgs and on friday afternoon friday afternoon that was a timeline that is so bad that i don't even know why they wanted because originally this session was scheduled on friday was scheduled on wednesday morning and it was uh on sdg 5 on gender so all the organizations like women's major groups, you know, like all these very, very big NGOs um, were invited to participate in the in the session. And originally it was supposed to be an online session that is taking place on, on Wednesday morning, but they want to do it in person at the UN. And the only time that can switch was Friday afternoon and they took it. So this entire time I was really scared that no one was going to show up because it's a Friday afternoon and everyone may be home already. Right. And, and then uh, to my surprise, the afternoon session was the was the fullest session of our entire week. So that really warmed, warmed my heart. But at the same time, everyone was women. So wow. the majority of the like, there were only two, three guys there. Uh, wow no more than five. So, you know, that was very, I, that's just like, it's so heartwarming, but so sad at the same time. Yeah. Because who needs to be filling that room is the men. So the world yeah. can change. That's who need, like, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's heartwarming and it's, but it's also bittersweet because it's like the people that need to be there that should be there are not there. And when is that yeah. day ever going to happen when that room fills with men instead? And I get it. Like they don't, care about it but that there's no specific session on on men but the session is about gender equality though dude right so it's not you know why do women are why are women the only group that care about gender equality uh i know because it, it should kind of be both. everyone <laughs> everyone um, should care about that yeah yeah so i thought Okay, it was gender equality and empower all women and girls. Um, mm -hmm. So I get it, but I also I I know it's very hard to change. Um, but and 
and uh, we should have never just put women on the position of a victim. Unfortunately, that is the reality. But you know, we are not always the victim. But seeing just a room really gets me. And um, but then I I was giving a closing remark for the event, and even I, up to yes. today.、Uh, I get the the picture、so、was the opening remark. The picture was, was the、it? opening remark. Yeah,、uh, but I would I was telling you more about it. You like, should explain. Ex- can you、what? explain a little bit of a backstory for everybody just to know like how what you did was so phenomenal? Like that is incredible. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve the accolades. Like everybody needs. Everybody should be clapping for Amy right now. Like. The pictures, if and maybe we can post this to our Instagram so you guys can see. But I would be absolutely terrified to do what you did, and you looked like a total badass in these pictures, just like up there commanding the whole room. So I really appreciate continue, that. That means a we lot. Need, we need to take a pause to recognize that. Thank you. I so for the longest what,、yeah. time, yeah, for the longest time, I try to separate my podcast and my work, but then I realize、um, it's almost impossible. So、yeah. I would just put it out、Same. there. It's okay.、Um, you know what I was、uh, the first thing I was trying to say was、uh, even until today when I was giving a closing remark on gender equality session. Until today, I still use the、um, the. The sentence that I used with Doctor Winston Martin was,、mm. "Women help women does not need to start with a big initiative, a campaign. It can just start、yes. with replying a email. Make me feel that I was seen. It's、yes. that's where it all started. It doesn't、It's、have、so、to、simple. be big. Just make me feel seen when the entire world is turning away from me. Right, and you don't have to see everyone." But just make sure that you you are seeing things,、uh, yes. and especially those women who are not seen.、Uh, either their effort, their service to the to the society, to the family, to themselves,、um, just always see that, and、mm-hmm. you are already better than everyone else.、Uh, just for seeing it, and then she will be grateful.、Oh, um, I love that. that. That's like a very short sentence because I only have two minutes.、Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I I really I still think so or think that way, and、mm-hmm. um, so that. But then the opening part was funny because、uh, that was a very empowering moment、uh, yeah. it, it, because I experienced a、uh, female helping female moment the during the opening ceremony. So what happened was、uh, my boss, who shall not be named.、Um, <laughs> really nicely gave me the opportunity to speak on behalf of him upon my asking. I asked for that position because I think what I did was worth it. I've been there long enough, and he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to open this、uh, United Nations session. That is the beginning of this entire 2023 SDGs learning series.、Um, so, he, so I asked to do that, and he's like, "Yeah, great. Yeah, you can do it." So I was really grateful. But on the other hand, I made. Sure that I need to present myself like I earned it. It's not that you took a pity on me, then you give it to me. It's because I've been here long enough, and I, I was underpaid well enough, long enough、uh, for you to give me that at least like one spotlight. You earned so, that. Yeah, I earned that. So I was there, and I was giving this speech, as you can see in the picture.、Um, it was it was good. It was really good, and people really set up and listened.、Um, That I was really happy. Now, afterwards,、uh, I received a message. <laughs> Everyone in my office received a message of a photo that 
only includes three speakers. I was cut off, even though I was sitting on in the front, I was cut off from the photo. And mm. I and I was to, my colleagues were told to post that photo. There was no not posting did not post her photo. There's only post that photo. That photo. And then my colleagues were like, like weren't there? What happened? You know, and my colleagues were all women and one men. Uh, and my colleagues, by, by, by that, I mean, people, my level. Mm -hmm. And then I was really sad. I was sitting on the stage, looking at my phone, just looking down. And I saw that picture where it's so poorly taken, first of all, because when you zoom in that big, the pixel get blurry. I'm sorry. And it's um, a big room. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big room. And then you zoom it in just to cut me off. That's yeah. a lot of efforts and uh, which make the photo not good. And second of all, I was just like, okay, no matter how hard I try, uh, people will never recognize me or the people who are sitting on the left side of the table will never recognize me until I'm as old as dull. And mm. um, just what do I need to do to be that boring? I can't. So, um, I know that these are very, very significant people. Like they've done a lot within their careers to be there. But then the people on the left didn't even say hi to me. The people on the left side of the table, the, the lady who was invited to speak first, she didn't know, she barely knows how to pronounce my name. She did not say hi to me, hmm. either it's in the beginning or in the end. And then I was cut off from the photo. So, you know, I had this revelation that, okay, I guess this is where I am. At the same time, my colleagues got really, really mad. And this this girl in my office, she's in charge of the social media account. And she just posted my singular photo together with the photo that was told to, to post. And usually she needed to ask for permission to do that. You know, to every tweet, she needed to go through like authority to, to ask if it's okay. But on that specific day, she just did it. She's like, you, you need this, you deserve this. That's some and, good trouble making right there. Yeah. Good for her. And I think I know who you're talking about who did this and she's yeah. incredible. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I just think that, and that is enough, but that is so not enough. Um, yeah. Because you still had to, to fight. Yeah. You need to fight. And I, I do, I want to applaud you though, for, first of all, like how you got to that stage you saw an opportunity. You said, that's mine. I'm going to take it. Thank you. And you yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Like that. And, yeah. and you did. And still like recognition was trying to be robbed from you. But here's the other fold that is so powerful of this moment is your colleague who mm -hmm. took the initiative and said, no, excuse me, this was hers. And we're going to acknowledge her for it too. And that is a prime example of what it looks like. It's something as simple as that, like to lift mm -hmm. each other up in these scenarios mm -hmm. because they're happening all day, every day, all around us. And you absolutely deserve to get your flowers for that moment, you know? Thank you. Yeah. 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 Because that's so. so huge. I mean, I just, when I saw, I didn't even know what had happened when I saw the picture and already I was like, oh, I got to post this. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> but then when I heard the backstory, I was like, oh, like I'm going to like even put more. The world like, needs to know. It. The, the whole world needs to know like right yeah. now. And um, so I think it's only fair too that. I love that we 
uh, made sure that our podcast listeners here also know. Yes. Because it's very important. Amy did a really badass thing and we need to celebrate that. So thank you so much. <laughs> and we will continue doing badass things. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's really just no agenda on this episode. Um, but I think it's so great. I want but to it is about, really great. How was it for you to go home? Um, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that was a privilege, right? Um, yeah, it was good. Things are open crazy. It's like pandemic never happened. Um, things are back to normal, but also not Such so normal. Yeah. Like people just, it's a thing that people do not talk about, but also like everything is alluding to that. Um, it's three years gone by. I know. And I was saying that it was crazy. I was talking about it with my parents the other day that how crazy it was one year ago when I went home. Exactly today, actually. I went home on the third. That's right. And tomorrow, yeah, one year. Last time when I went home, I had to be quarantined for two yes. weeks in an extremely hot place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it feels like forever ago, but it was only a year ago. Um, so it was nice to be at home uh, with my parents for my birthday. Uh, I totally enjoyed it. And I think um, we had some, it was so funny because I think our family is really not good at expressing emotions or just tackle anything major. We always wait until the last moment. My for, family does that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it's just like, like oh. okay, we need to talk about like career change. We need to talk about like, are you guys going to get married or not? But then we waited until the last day. Yeah. Like, before I leave. <laughs> My family does that too. They only get emotional during the goodbye. And it's like, why couldn't we have been like this connected with one another the entire time? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop bluffing for like 14 days or however long it's been exactly and i was just yeah. like okay before we were all waiting for the ball to drop and then it was really fun though uh i got to spend a lot of time with my parents and traveling around and all that and in the middle in the meantime my parents found out that i have a social network which is also like uh i i okay uh but uh. i i will continue i will try to continue posting i don't know it's very uncomfortable so that also happened and Are they following you now yeah, my mom followed me on like little red book, oh. stuff like that. It's really <laughs> weird. Um, I don't know. I don't think she she looks at it all the time, but she definitely looks at it. Um, or like at least the thing like before, that. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So that, um, but it was good, and I think that I'm ready to to move on with life. Um, uh, in a lot of aspects uh, mm -hmm. and uh and then i also realized that i shouldn't worry too much about them like they have their life mm -hmm. and uh they are doing well like of course you know uh, things may happen but at the same time like they are living in their ways as well and yeah. it was good that's good i'm so happy you got to do that and be able, it's just wild because like you were saying too, the experience of going home was so drastically different a year ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, having, cause you went home around the same time that my husband finally got to go home and it was just, both of you were having, I think you, you went first 
And then he went second and just watching each of you go through your experiences. And then now it's like, okay, like no big deal. Um, yeah. And and like you said, like three years has passed too, which is a weird time warp. And what I've also noticed, and I feel like people talked about this happening after the fact, but, um, you know, like gaslighting is like a really hot button term, but I feel like there's a lot of gaslighting going on about the pandemic and what we've all been through in a sense of like, it's like, Oh, we, Oh, just, you know, all the things that we've been through through the past few years, it's like, so we're not even going to talk about it anymore. And it's not that I need to talk about it all the time, but it's just like, why are we trying to erase like this collective experience that was so challenging and so hard and so emotional. And we're just going to pretend like it never happened. I know maybe it's like, maybe that's a collective coping mechanism, but it is weird to observe the erasure of that whole experience. Cause it was truly wild and heart-wrenching and, and hard. And so, and I'm it's glad not nothing. To, it's not nothing. That's a thing. And it was it's definitely something. more than something. It was, you can play it down when it's happening for yourself to feel better, but then afterwards, come on. I know, I know. And it's, it's almost an invalidation of something we've all been through, which is, yeah, pretty harmful in my opinion you know Mm -hmm. i agree i agree yeah but yeah i i really think that was really nice and then also last year around this time i ran my first 10k marathon with my high school friend it was really nice i I missed that that. and i only hope that i can go back more often even though for like shorter period of time i think i'm looking to going back in um october too so i hope that can work uh but then really i think i'm as i get older it's really hard for me to to move on at uh, like i'm ready yeah. to move on to a, other aspect of my life but also i i see how important home is to me because um i'm i'm just like that i was built different i don't know say whatever you want but i just always wanted to go home yeah. Uh, I wanted uh, so uh, so that is also a new not new I always know that but it feels nice to go back yeah. to a normal environment and uh, just to live yeah I totally agree I it's I'm in the same boat too like straddling like this uh, the question that I'm getting constantly asked now at this age is, Oh, when are you having kids now that I'm married? Oh, really? when are you having kids? When? It, so it's real. The, it's real. Huh? People do yeah. ask. And it's like, I don't know. Or I think, or I feel like people are wondering like right now, yeah. like I've, I've kind of like, especially after the pandemic, I just don't see a, too much of a place for alcohol in my life anymore. It's mm. just not, I just don't feel good. And I don't, I don't want to waste any more time, like not feeling good in my own Mm -hmm. body and everything like that. It's not to say like, I'll never have another drink of anything again. It's not like that, but right now I don't want to, but every time my body react to it. Yeah. My body reacts to it. And like, the more I learn about it, I'm just like, I don't want to like harm myself in any way anymore kind of thing. And I feel like there's, that's a growing trend. But when I mention that to people, they're like, Oh, what's going on? Like, Oh, is it, are you like, and I'm like, no, I'm just not drinking right now. Like, and also why is it, why do you feel the need to ask such an inappropriate question? 
Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really Mm -hmm. actually not your business. Like, and if that really were the case, like, I would hope that you would uh, not be nosy and just allow me to share any news I might have, like when I have the news to share, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. know. There's, I feel like that's, I love that this episode is like a manifesto, not manifesto, but almost like a talk to someone. Like it's my talk to the senior leadership is your talk to whoever's out there pointing at your life and making comments. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then it's, it's really funny because I, 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 I just, you can tell people that you're not ready because, Oh, you know, what's really funny too. I was asked if I were getting married, if, if I, if I were getting married, which yes, but not like tomorrow. So just sit down. Um, yeah. Even though it is, I don't know. Like, it's great that people are happy for you. But at the same yeah. time, the next question I got asked is, are you guys going to do a wedding? Can, oh, can you guys God. do a big wedding? And then, uh, so what, you can go do a party? Yeah. So basically what you're asking me is, are you going to be planning me a party anytime soon? Like, yeah. And like, are you going to invite me and, to a party uh, so I can go eat? Girl, there is something about weddings that I am revolted by these days. And I don't know what it is, but I'm just like more and more, I look at it and I'm, I'm feeling like it's so backwards the way the culture is around weddings. Like you put yourself through all the stress and, and no shade to anybody who has a big wedding. Cause like I've been to big weddings that have been so mm-hmm. much fun. And I can tell that the couple was having a good time, but I did experience what you experienced. Like when I was mm-hmm. engaged, like just, and I still was having my big wedding, like, oh, like I'm going to bring this person and I'm going to do this. And oh, and what hotel? And I'm going to book. And like, I had people like booking hotel rooms before I sent invites out and all that, like just awful, awful stuff. Not going to go back there. And the wedding that I had was exactly what I wanted. And I didn't even know I needed it, but it was just like, it's unbelievable. Like how out of control it gets and how much everyone else makes it about them kind of thing. Yeah. And it's supposed to be about you. It's not supposed to be about them. It's not about them. Like it's about you. And so that that's is... also what I'm trying to make sure of. And first of all, there won't yeah. be any wedding. That's the first thing. And second of all, like if there, there is not going even to be like celebration and, um, that's just not me. And yeah, I, 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 get, I feel like if you get me and you get me, if you understand, you understand. If you don't, then you don't, it's okay. All right. Yeah. Either way. So, um, yeah, so I, I, and I also been to a wedding that like the couples know it's it's a challenge because they know they walk into the wedding with the previous idea that this is a, just going to be a show for people. Yeah. For, you know, yes. adult for not adult, but like parents and that generation. I know this is not just for us. And right. if that's your mentality, which is the majority of my friend, I think, you know, then you see it as a challenge that both of you have to conquer. And that might bring two people closer because you guys are tackling it together, are yeah. tackling it together. So I think it's just different mentality. And I will not, I don't think it's very nice to expect a wedding just because you want a big party, just because you want a bachelorette, just because you want to get drunk. Why don't you just do it? Yeah, just without play yourself using, a party. Yeah, without using anyone as a front. So um, that was also interesting. And, that is interesting. Um, uh, yeah, so it is true how huh? once you're married, people start asking you when to have kids. Yeah, and it just goes from there. Like I haven't, I have a really good friend who had a kid, had uh, her first kid, 
And it's like, not long after there was like a short window and then everybody's like, Oh, when's the second one coming along? And it's like, wow, what another inappropriate question. Thank you for asking. You should not be asking this. Like, it's just like, first of all, people, first of all, it's so inappropriate. Like, because it's like, okay, what if this person can't have another kid? What if Mm -hmm. this person literally just doesn't want another kid? Like, like none of this is your business. Like for me too, like, what if I couldn't have kids or what if I, what if, what if it's like, I know that there's some people out there that's like such an emotional journey, like for those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And like, they're like actively like trying to like work on things and it's not happening for them. And like, every time somebody asks something like that, it's like, I don't know. I just think people need to be more mindful with their questions overall. Like when it comes to really personal things like weddings and relationships and kids and all that kind of stuff. I just don't know when in time it became the norm, but it should not be the norm. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's almost an hour since we started this episode. Yes. It's so many. I don't even know how to like name it, but I had a lot of fun just talking and I can't wait to, to just get those stories out and to yeah. connect with more speakers and to get their stories out and to connect with more people out there because um, that's what, that's why we do it. And just to do our own diary entry and just to, continue documenting our life journey like this. Totally. Totally. I'm really excited about the things that we have cooking for the fall. And I'm, I think that these conversations are some of the most fun that we have. Cause it's just exciting when you get on and you don't know where the conversation is going to go. And then Holy cow. Like we just had a whole episode about like just some really badass topics, like speaking up for yourself, like advocating for yourself, woman yeah. helping woman, and like, you know, changing the world, just one conversation at a time. So, um, no, I'm really, really excited. And thanks to all of you for being out there and for, uh, taking the time to have a con- like join in, in conversation with us and, and hang out with us. Um, it's such a joy to do this podcast and to be here so many years later and, connecting with all of you and I'm really really excited for what what the fall holds me too so thank you so much and we will see you very soon thank you so much for listening we'd love for you to join in on the conversation if you haven't already please rate and review this podcast you can also connect with us on instagram at spark underscore podcast and Facebook at The Spark Podcast with Meg and Amy, or send us an email at hellosparkpodcast at gmail.com. And wherever you may be listening from, we hope you have the courage to be the spark.